This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. And uh, happy holidays. We are like like right down in the midway section of oh, kind of that between man. Christmas, New Year's type moments. So it's uh, the silly season, right? <laughs> we've <laughs> we've knocked out Christmas and we're kind of catching our breath. And the, as that as that meme that goes around the internet says, it's like that you know the the few days after Christmas and before New Year's, you're just kind of confused, right? And full of cheese. <laughs> It's about you right. Know, it's just kind of it's kind of the general uh, aura or you know fog that you walk through. So uh, yeah, man. I, did did you have a good Christmas? How was it? I did. I did. You know, it's obviously a very different Christmas this year. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, you know, we uh, we just had just you know me and the girls and my wife and uh, but it was a lot of fun, man. I think I can't remember if I mentioned this on the on the show or not, but we did a Christmas goose this year, which yeah, was. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, is is it was delicious. I you know I butchered the thing. I mean, well, I guess you can't use butcher in this context because otherwise <laughs> people might take that literally. I, no, I would love I would love to. I had just have this mental image of you chasing a goose outside of your house, like with <laughs> with like a, a a small sharp object. You know, like right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it could be. Uh, that sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> no, it does. It does. I'm pretty sure Arrested Development did that. But no, uh, no, man. We I, I I did. You know, it wasn't the worst. Like in terms of seasoning, I seasoned that bad boy up right like and it was a beautiful you know beautiful bird and uh and you know everything was going well but goose for those who have not cooked it before it is not an easy an easy meat to get right um there are various methods like portions of the bird cook at various rates like some people actually pull it out maybe when you got like an hour left to it and then actually carve like sections off, like you carve the breast off early and then put the whole thing in and flip it upside down. And it's okay. There's all these different methods. And so I, I didn't want to try anything overly complicated. Um, so, you know, I had the meat thermometer going and I tried to, to monitor it as best I could. And I did flip it near the end, but, uh, man, yeah, it was, it was, uh, in the end, the majority of the bird is relatively forgiving, but the breast got really, really dry. And so mm. what we did was the legs were, were perfect and the kids loved the, uh, the drumsticks and everything. So that worked yeah. out pretty well. But man, I, I made a really fantastic black cherry gravy from scratch and I used the goose fat to uh, fry up some potatoes alongside of it. And Dang. those were fine, man. Like it was. That does sound good. Yeah. Oh, it was a good meal. That sounds like something you'd get at one of these bougie, uh, you know, restaurants that. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I don't know. It charges you more for serving you water without ice. <laughs> That's what you know. And funny enough, my kids didn't pay me a hundred dollars per potato at all, which they should have. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, man, it was it was delicious. It was a lot of fun. Well, that's and great, man. The Shoot. best part is, I actually I took the uh, the the goose. We scrapped it afterwards, and I used it for uh, gumbo. And I you know I, you know uh, boiled the carcass and everything, made a nice broth with it. But I I, I made a goose gumbo, and the that process really helped out the meat and made just one of the best gumbos I've ever made in my entire life. Like if I ever get the opportunity to compete again in a gumbo competition, I will be, (laughs) I will be bringing goose gumbo to the table, man. It was, it was so, so good. That sounds great. 
God. Yeah, so it was deli- my, my Christmas was delicious. How was your? <laughs> well, good, man. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, you know, it was okay. It's it's one of those things where being in retail, um, you know, and mm. particularly the tobacco world, you know, that we uh, that we know and love so well. It, it you know, it's it, it's exhausting this time of year. It's one of those things where, um, you know, a lot of retailers during the entire year were you know just kind of treading water, and this is the month we make it up, right? This is the month yeah. we uh, pay some bills and kind of get ahead, and uh, you know, maybe maybe pay ourselves a little more, pay our employees a little more and that kind of thing. And so, uh, so, you know, we work a lot of extra hours, but it's also, it's gratifying because of, uh, you know, just trying to get ahead for the next year and, and all the energy and excitement and that type of thing. So, um, so yeah, this year was no different, man, just thoroughly, thoroughly exhausting, uh, man, just, uh, you know, pulling a lot of hours and, um, you know, big days right up there until, um, until Christmas day. I think even, um, you know, we worked half a day, the shop was open half a day day uh christmas eve and in that half a day oh, wow. christmas eve uh we did basically you know two days worth of business i mean it just wow, it's just insane yeah. right just a lot of folks coming in <laughs> buying last minute stocking last stuffers minute stuff, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it you know how people are i mean you know how Absolutely. you and i are it's like you know yeah. folks stumbling in hey i've got this pipe smoker in my life i have no idea what they like oh let's buy these five tins and maybe they'll enjoy one of them and so right right, uh, right. you know just, it, just spray a lot of tin tobacco a lot of, yeah exactly uh, a lot of you know inexpensive Expensive pipes, folks buying those uh, Nording Compass pipes and oh yeah, um, yeah, Savinelli unfinished pipes and uh, you know some of our house uh, house pipes. Those and- you know those Savinelli unfinished are a good Christmas pipe too. That's like that's a good yeah. like stocking stuffer, like a little, well, little classier it's kind of, the, of a stocking stuffer. No, you're right, you're right. It's it's kind of the Briar Meersham, you know. It's like a, right, it's exactly. a Briar pipe, but it has that coloring that happens to it over time. And so mm-hmm. uh, Nording is has put some pipes out like that as well now, and you'll see a couple other manufacturers that will uh, the Morgan Bones pipes they are, un- yeah, are generally yeah. unfinished and so they take the the oil on your hand but um, yeah just you know it's a cool cool thing so a lot of a lot of folks coming in buying those type of things and um, man just just trying to uh, you know stay in the good graces of uh, their family and Santa Claus and everyone else so <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we're we're doing good man um, I I will say just something about all the holiday rush and folks you know ordering stuff and and lots of uh, you know business and purchases and all that kind of stuff. I, I need to yeah, I, I need to just speak for me and for every other retailer that ships in the world. Uh-huh. It, it, well, in, in the United States anyway. But um, there it, there is a good chance that if you ordered your, you know, an, an, an order from the Country Squire, uh, you know, before December, let's say, 15th, that okay. you've still not gotten that order. Oh, <laughs> There's Ooh. a really good chance. We even put a big banner on our website that was like, you're, you will likely not get your order before Christmas. And, um, and that's true, man. We have, you know, we've been doing this a long time, right? Our shop just turned 50 years old. Everybody knows that, blah, blah, blah. We've been shipping pipe tobacco all over the world for 50 years. And I, I cannot, we, there, this is unprecedented. The amount of chaos that is going on at the United States Postal Service and the delays um, for a variety of reasons that don't matter for this discussion. But, uh, you know, the, it is unbelievable. I mean, I, we, we've seen, you know, we, we've seen folks, you know, get orders that they placed in mid-November. We, we saw them get it right before Christmas kind of thing. So, I mean, just, just right, right, right. absolutely unbelievable. The, the Postal Service not tracking packages. Um, you know, uh, all it'll say is the... Uh, 
you know, the package, uh, you know, a label was printed, uh, and then it doesn't say anything else for three weeks. And then, you know, on that, on that, uh, you know, 21st day, it shows up on someone's doorstep kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, just, oh, sure. you know, great, just out of control. So, um, yeah, I just want to mention like for folks that have ordered from us for folks that have ordered through, uh, you know, other online retailers and, and other, uh, retailers, um, you know, just this, the, the shipping delays this year have been unbelievable. I mean, I, you know, I, I've, I've never seen anything like it. And I think, I mean, I, mean, I think know, they've been pretty believable, man. Like I, the, one of the things that like the sheer volume of like order yeah. traffic, online buying, that sort of thing is, uh, is like you say, it's unprecedented. So, I mean, like you, you haven't been getting like angry customer calls, have you? All the time. Really? <laughs> oh, man. All the time. Come, well, come on, I, guys. Be better. You got to be kidding me. A, a lot of folks just are not, you know, you, if you're not in the retail business and keep up with shipping, all you want is your pipe tobacco, right? All you right. want is your pipe or your tin. And so, and I understand that. And, and, and two, Bo, you know, this time of year, a lot of folks are, um, you know, ordering stuff not well. The, sure. They're ordering stuff not for themselves, but for gifts as gifts. Right, you know, and right. so it's man, I didn't get this package by Christmas, and you know, we I, I should have gotten it. I mean, I ordered it the last week in November, and the answer is yeah, you you should have gotten it. And, and I, you know, we just can't control it. And and I, you know, so I every day when we pick the phone up around the shop, we're just um you know trying to um you know let people know that we're doing the best that we can. And uh, it, generally, what's interesting is the packages are not getting lost; they're just being delayed heavily and so folks are getting their packages they might just be you know um three and a half weeks later than we thought or kind of thing you know so we had one package that was supposed to go to michigan and went to guam and then came back through hawaii los angeles and then finally made it to michigan (laughs) i was like man i I wish I was that package. I could handle a, a couple weeks in Guam. That sounds, that sounds awesome. Like a, that sounds like a Pixar movie. Like that package know, right? its own little Pixar movie right there. Yeah, it's crazy. Just see, <laughs> see the photos of all the interesting places it saw, and the you know the the people it met, and I mean that tobacco has yeah. been seasoned around the world, man. That's what you want. So <laughs> that, we we should pay extra for that. that. It, you know. Right. <laughs> anyway, well, all right, all right. But, so um, let me say this. That, let me just say yeah, this, go ahead. Because you can't. I get it. You work in retail. I used to work in retail. I haven't worked in retail in, in quite some time, and so. I, I remember the, that that pain of uh, you know of, of running that customer service and really you know the, you know dealing with the you know the the adage that the customer is always right even when that's not always the case. But um, I, I mean, I will just say, look, everybody, be be cool, okay? There's, there's, like the reality is, is yeah. like you know we as a as a as a human society for the last year have had to deal with a lot of like you know changing realities. In fact. You know, part of what the the beautiful thing about this episode that we're about to get in is is really kind of highlighting some of like the best of this year. But you know, the reality is is that you know some of the best was just surviving this year, and a lot of people <laughs> in the customer service, retail, and you know, yeah, shipping and, and mailing and and you know the industries that have really been the blood that have like kept our economy and our world flowing. No, are, you're right. Are, like stress to the max. And so, you know, show some love to, to your folks. I mean, listen, I, we at our church, man, we, we, you know, I've, I've been in charge or not in charge, but I've been uh, essentially helping run the broadcast ministry at our church since all this began. And yeah. we had to, to act fast to try to, you know, throw something together. Cause we were not really broadcasting our services before. Yeah, same at our parish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, you know, we like every other church in the world, were trying to get the equipment that we needed to get things going. We waited probably about six and a half months before we 
actually got the cameras in that we had ordered. Now, it was one of those things, by the grace of God, we used that time <laughs> to like learn how to use all the software and everything else so that by the time the cameras came in, we looked like pros. We would have looked like idiots with really expensive <laughs> equipment otherwise. But the reality is, it's just that like it was it was frustrating. Like, yeah, we wanted better cameras. But at the same time, and you know, yes, people in our church needed to be able to connect and 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 you know get the sermons and everything else. But like, you know, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, like what we are dealing with right now is what we're dealing with right now, as is everybody from every That's step right. of the way. So like I'll yep. I'll you know, I yep. get it. You can't say this, but I'll say this. If if you haven't gotten your stuff yet, that's frustrating, especially around Christmas. I got some gifts that I haven't gotten yet that I really am anxious to be able to get. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, there are people who are working so, so terribly hard behind the scenes. And by the way, if you are one of those people, whether you're, you know, working in shipping or, or in retail or first responders, whoever you are, just, just know, listen, here you can let your hair down and rest. And man, I hope you can right now too. <laughs> I, I, I have been there with those angry calls and not during a pandemic. So I know that that's rough for you, man. Well, it, you know, again, I understand folks' frustrations. A lot, You know, a lot of folks, they, you know, get things, uh, they're just not paying attention to that part of what's going on. Right. All they know is they, you know, have a loved one that needs a, uh, you know, is expecting that, you know, pipe for uh, Christmas time or, or maybe a um, precious tin of tobacco or something. So I, I I understand. But anyway, thank you for uh, being gracious. And, and most people have been. And we're just hoping that things straighten out soon. <laughs> yeah, I hear that, man. Well, hey, you know, you mentioned, of course, uh, speaking of kind of the, the the world of shipping and somebody who has definitely had to adapt uh, to to this year and the demands. And, you know, I can't even imagine what it's like to climb down a chimney and then, you know, have to, you know, get get your, uh, you know, your, your hand sanitizer and eat your cookies through a, through a mask and everything. But man, you know, Santa was doing that. <laughs> you know, Santa was taking every single precaution along the way. I am curious because, of course, we did put out our Christmas wishes to Santa. Did you happen to receive any? Did he get the podcast in time? He did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for me neither. Uh, unfortunately, he did not. It's one of those things like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Santa hasn't been listening to the podcast as much. And, what? Um, you know, He's like Santa the world's oldest pipe, pipe smoker. Come on, man. He Well, no, you're, you're right. I, let, let's say, hmm, how, how do I put this gently? Um, the Santa that that takes care of, of my gifts that lives in my household. M- Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus, <laughs> yeah. Has, has had other things going on, and so maybe didn't pay attention to the, you know, the, the podcast. She the had her hands full, and yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, she she did. You know, she's with child, and and uh, and also we have another another child, and uh, right. and you know, I I tell you what, Santa did bring me, and 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 is bringing me along with a with a a very fortunate stork in March, and uh, mm. we did find out we are having a baby boy. And, oh, I didn't know so you were ready to ba- share that. Okay, yes, yeah, there you go, baby baby boy Cole, baby boy Cole, doing uh doing March twenty twenty. So really excited about that, and that's uh that's good. Getting close to picking out a name and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so, so that honestly, that was my biggest uh, Christmas, uh, you know, wish, and uh, and and we're um, you know just thrilled that everyone's healthy and all that kind of stuff. So, oh good, man, good, that good things are coming. Yep, that's exciting. You know, Frank is a family name, but most people know me as Bo. So, if either one, I'd be honored. It really, <laughs> that's that's exciting, man. So exciting. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, good. Uh, yeah, as a future pipe smoker, we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe someone that's gonna uh, you know take over the family business one day and and uh, yeah. and be the next generation. So. Uh, anyway, regardless, our uh, you know little little girl and little boy, we got a uh, uh, future. You got, you got future, the pair. Uh, <laughs> tobacconist in training. So yeah, man. 
<laughs> you love to see it. Well, all right, man. We have got a, uh, a special episode. In fact, probably one of the most yeah. special episodes uh, that we have that we do every single year, and that is our best of series. Um, man, we I think we started this possibly back in 2017. Might have been a year earlier. Might have been a year later. But this is where we really wanted to start a tradition of highlighting folks from within the industry and companies and brands and products from in and adjacent to the industry that have really done some phenomenal work in the past year. Now, if I could kind of cast folks' minds back to those earlier episodes, one of the biggest challenges we've had with this is that a lot of people didn't quite know what to do with our best of series in the past. I mean, arguably, we didn't know what to do with our best of series in the past. It's been kind of like a, a learning <laughs> process, you know, for for us. First couple of years were in an evolution. Yeah, yeah, but we we've, we've, we've caught a stride now. I think so, man. We, we've turned this thing into a well-oiled, well, an, an oiled machine. Well, a machine. We've turned it into a, uh, yeah, a machine. It, <laughs> a machine that gears. takes oil. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you pour, pour it right on it and it works. Right. Uh, but one way or the other, man, we, uh, you know, over, over the years, you know, that it's kind of evolved and we've gathered feedback from, you know, our listeners and the community. And so one of the things that, that I think is really good before diving into these various categories and, and winners and, and runners up and all that kind of great stuff is kind of explaining how our best of series works. So what you know what, what you're about to hear. So every single year, what we do is we gather uh, recommendations from our listener community as to their picks for who was or what was the best of in that category for this year. Now, this can be challenging. In fact, I almost kind of want to do like a highlight yeah. of like the terrible answers that we got from people, <laughs> which, you know, I think intentionally Some are so. beautifully inappropriate, right? Uh, yeah, extremely. <laughs> and I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, look, right. you know, this was like, we weren't asking, you know, what did you find cool about this year? Or, or like, you know, maybe you just discovered that you could light your pipe with a Bic lighter. Uh, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> All seven of you who wrote that, it doesn't count. <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot. Yeah, but Big Lighter, Big Lighter's got a lot of votes this year. It's like, they man, have, have, have you guys gone to a gas station in the past, you know, sixty years? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So there was a lot of, uh, you know, every once in a while, we we do get we do get a good number of of those kind of nominations coming in from from folks. And not to say that like your Big Lighter wasn't great for you in twenty twenty, but that wasn't necessarily what we were asking in that particular yeah, category. No, that's right. So. So what we do again, we we take these nominations and recommendations really from our listening community community, and then we we gather them. We kind of take a look at it. We use and, and I, I do want to kind of stress this: the, the input from the community is very involved in kind of highlighting yeah. certain areas because in all of these categories, you know, some people might look at the you know the pipe industry, the pipe world, and think, well, that's kind of a small you know that's a small universe that 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 you're kind of covering there. Not necessarily, especially with a category like best, you know, accessory, that's a, that's a universe within itself. It's, it's massive. And so having folks kind of write in and and those nominations really does help to highlight certain uh, products and people that we kind of, you know, take an additional uh, look in to make sure that we're not missing something, so to speak, uh, that we get to now announce here on country squire radios, best of 2020 cue the Oscar music. Man, it's the Oscars of the pipe yeah. community, right? <laughs> maybe the maybe the Tonys or 
or the 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 Nickelodeon Awards, the Dundies. The Dundies that's probably about <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's man. It it is. We we do our best to um man just honor different um you know aspects of the pipe community and you know there's just so many uh, folks out there that are doing great things to advance our hobby to uh you know bring quality products to you know pipe smokers both tobaccos and accessories and publications and you know just uh, uh so much effort that has gone into uh you know our community this year particularly this year. And uh, man, we can't wait to can't wait to crack it. Absolutely, open. man. All right, so I I, I I got the memo. I am wearing my tux. I'm sure that you are doing the same. Uh, we have our tall glasses of champagne here with us and our microphones. I'm just trying to like visualize it for the listener. Like imagine a giant stage in some like really classy Hollywood, like San Francisco, whatever. And yeah. and there's there's a light show and like 30 different commercial breaks. So, and, and all, all that kind of stuff and, and and celebrities well we're the only celebrities pretend like we're celebrities and and we're we're your hosts <laughs> right <laughs> and that's what we got so exactly man, without further ado I've got I've got all the golden envelopes here that we're about to crack open man the first category that we're gonna be talking about is best pipe accessory of 2020 now again best pipe accessory that's, that's a that's a big category unto itself and there were so many great recommendations there were so many terrible recommendations as well but we're not talking about your Bic lighters <laughs> Bic lighters are great okay I'm not like like Bic lighters are great but yeah we're specifically and we, we, you know, we've mentioned this before. We're specifically looking at new products that really hit the market and made a name for themselves in the year that was 2020. Yeah, and we, we had a lot of great ones to pick from. So many uh, folks. We we split this up last year into different uh, categories, but this year, you know, when you're thinking of pipe accessory, this was one of those things that uh, allowed people to, you know, think more more globally. So we had, uh, you know, pipe stands and pipe uh, leather goods, pipe carrying cases and uh, lighters. We had, uh, you know, tampers and, and all kinds of really neat stuff, uh, tobacco, uh, you know, totes and, and just, um, you know, a, a lot of neat things that, that folks uh, came out with. Of course, like you said, we had the, uh, um, you know, folks that were nominating things that, uh, you know, have been on a, a gas station shelf for 60 years. But then we also had folks that nominated stuff that, uh, you know, had been around a long time yeah. that, you know, because of that, were just kind of kind of disqualified. So, um, but um, man, the, the overwhelming uh pick this year for best pipe accessory of 2020 and this was not just something that was nominated very very heavily by our listeners but um but but something that I, I personally have a lot of experience with, have used and 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 have and and have really cherished and uh, man best pipe accessory of 2020 and that is the pipe valet from Cedarcraft, uh, pipe valet from Cedarcraft. Craig Cedar, who man is a is a pipe maker, uh, a woodworker. He makes uh, pipe accessories and uh, he's into hiking and stuff too. He's kind of got this you know cool uh, granola uh, you know uh, hiking thing <laughs> right. going on with this pipe and all this. He just you know really interesting guy and does a does a good job has a really neat online presence and um anyway Craig Cedar with Cedarcraft uh, just you know check him out he's got um cedarcraft.com s e d e r c r c r a f t.com uh, also his Instagram is just a really good source of information on him that's at k r a i g s e d e r on Instagram and um man the the pipe valet that he uh, debuted was just such a treasure yeah. this year and and something that so many people have uh taken to and and it's become a phenomenon now you've got knockoffs of this that are also doing really well and so um the, the valet is is cool the concept 
as like a placemat for uh, your pipe smoking experience, right? We, we as pipe smokers, we collect all these knickknacks and um, these little trinkets and stuff. And so, you know, when we unload, unwrap all this, unload all these things in order for us to, um, you know, have our pipe, uh, you know, time, uh, you know, our ritual begins. And the pipe valet is a place for you to to take care of all those things and keep them kind of secure and organized. And um, it's your place. It's your place setting. It really is for your pipe smoking adventure. So you've kind of got this uh, wooden uh, tray that's very flat and has a couple of uh, very handy indentions in it. The one at the top is really nice because it, it allows most pipes to sit upright, mm. uh, you know, kind of while you're uh, gathering all your things. You can also maybe lay a tamper in there or pipe cleaners or something of that nature. Um, and then there's a big compartment that's up front, a, a divot that makes a, a large uh, valley in the front of this uh, valet. And, <laughs> and and this is where you can put your lighter, you can put your uh, kind of prep your tobacco. If you've got a flake tobacco and need to rub it apart, you know, you can kind of, you know, let the uh, amount of tobacco you've selected kind of dry out there for a little bit, uh, stage your matches, just all, all the things that kind of go with, um, you know, the pipe uh, ritual and the pipe experience right there. One of the handiest features of the pipe valet that makes it so precious. <laughs> it's a very simple, um, it's a very simple uh, feature, and it, it is a small divot on the very bottom of the uh, of the pipe valet. And what this is is designed to do, the, the wood kind of curves and then makes a spout at the bottom. And and this is designed so that when you've when you've got your loose tobacco on the tray and you want to, you know, let, you've loaded your pipe and you've got some tobacco crumbles that are kind of mm-hmm. laying around, or maybe you pulled out too much pipe tobacco, uh, you know, to load your pipe with. With and you've got some leftover. Well, this this little spout, this little funnel that it's at the bottom of the pipe valet allows you to you know tip the valet up, and then all the excess tobacco goes directly back into your tin or your bag. And uh, it's just brilliant. Great. It's just such a it's such a thoughtful little yes. feature. It's not something that's rocket science, but it's just it's just yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a gorgeous product. And, uh, it's one of those things too that, like, you know, yeah, I I, I often think about, uh, you know, you go to the pipe shop and you know you're sitting around the table, you're all kind of huddled around. Oh, it's easy for for your your accessories to get mixed in with other people's accessories. This kind of gives you like a place to like stamp your your territory. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Make no mistake, this is all mine right here. But man. That's you, right. You mentioned that divot, and I mean, like that is such a it, it is it is the most simplistic, like most obvious, and yet most innovative aspect of the pipe valet, yeah. and it really does, man. It's it's a game changer in terms of uh, you know making sure you don't you don't have those little little bits end up on the floor or left on. Well, the table. and you know, if you smoke as often as we do, right? You you. you um, um, you know in your mind kind of what we're talking about. So, you know, let's say you're sitting on your porch and you've got a a, a table that's out there that's real, you know, nasty because it's always outside. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and, and so you're you're trying to prep your tobacco, but you don't really have a good place to put it. And, and the table's dirty because it's, you know, covered in, you know, moss or something. and Or, you know, maybe your roommate spilled beer all over it. <laughs> Goodness knows what, what the purpose and what the reason right. is. But, you know, and then where do you put all this stuff? Your pipe doesn't sit upright on its own. 
phone and you know you've got to you know kind of keep all your and what if you change seats and you got to you know pick up all these little trinkets and move them one by one and this this just allows everything to sit in a very convenient uh, area it it is something that um you know you you definitely uh, definitely should try I think uh, I think it's worth uh, worth checking out but uh, man Craig Cedar Cedarcraft and um, the pipe valet uh, best pipe accessory of 2020 absolutely we are gonna do something in most of these categories not all but most of these categories this year where uh, we are gonna mention a runner-up folks that uh, you know either got a um, you know a lot of votes from different uh, you know listeners at nominations uh, or you know folks that we just think are, are very very worth mentioning during this entire uh, discussion, but um, man, a- another cool invention that came out this year, something that was really, uh, really neat that uh, you know is is worth mentioning here uh, at the end of 2020, and that's the pocket jar from the Pipery. This is a really cool little widget that they uh, created. The Pipery, um, they've got a, you know website thepipery.com. You can buy new and used pipes. They've got uh, some different tobaccos and and pipe smoking accessories, but this is a really cool little it looks like the top of a mason jar but it it holds a flat uh you know few bowls worth of your favorite um pipe tobacco and and so it's it's basically a small uh you know caddy for your for a you know a day's worth of pipe tobacco kind of thing you know it's just a really interesting uh, way to carry pipe tobacco, and so uh, a lot of folks, you know, the the mason jar is kind of the gold standard of uh, pipe tobacco storage, and so this uh, just kind of flattens it out and gives you, um, you know, a very handy way to uh, to tote it around. And it's just it's a neat product. It uh, fits in your pocket, kind of like a uh, you might have a dip can or something, something that's very convenient. Uh, has a nice tight seal, and um, and it's just a just been a just been a hit this year. So um, anyway, the pocket jar from the pipery honorable mention and um man just uh you know first runner up we, we wanted to mention them as that's well. good man all right this next category best tobacconist of 2020 uh obviously a category yeah, i mean wait. you know actually i was going through this and the way that near and dear to my heart <laughs> man <laughs> yeah obviously right like like all of these categories really do have you know i was trying to think of like if we were the oscars what would be kind of our best best picture but honestly all of these categories for the most part really kind of qualify you know in their own kind of way for that but i mean it, it's hard not to argue yeah. the best tobacconist is not kind of one of those highly coveted type of positions or titles that that yeah. anyone worth their salt would uh, would be after. Now that being said, I feel like before you know naming the winner, I, I don't know that I'm going to do this for every category, but I, I want to give like an honorable loser or or like a or a dishonorable <laughs> winner. Basically, dishonorable loser. Put Brian Levine. <laughs> cancel yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and if it was best tobacconist of 2020 if it was brian if you literally wrote yourself in man you should be ashamed sir <laughs> he may have he may have that sounds like something he would do no yeah. man brian would take no, it I mean, seriously you know, he, would, I, he would do right <laughs> but best tobacconist of 2020 no, we we um yeah, Brian, of course, has a lot. A lot he contributes to the uh, to oh, the no pipe doubt. world, and uh, but but being a uh, brick and mortar tobacconist is not one of them, uh, at least currently. <laughs> Maybe in a future uh, future life, but um, yeah. So um, man, uh, best tobacconist of 2020. So many great options, and of course, something that is uh, is near and dear to my heart. Uh, there's so many uh, incredible shops, you know, nation and and worldwide that uh, contribute not just to the you know to the different tobaccos that we smoke, but to the culture. 
uh, these are the, the the petri dishes, the the feeding you know breeding grounds of the future pipe culture and community, and um, and the really uh, the the heart and soul of what we do, and um, you know, and and so it's just very important. And and like you said, Bo, this is one of those things where. You know, I, I feel like, you know, when you have the Oscars, it all builds up to like best motion mm-hmm. picture, best actor and actress kind of thing. And, you know, and we it, it, it's hard. You and I talked before the, uh, uh, you know, before the recording, like which which one of these categories do you pick for that? Because they're all so important to the uh, to the pipe community. So it, at any at any one of these, we feel like could be kind of the the ultimate category to build up to. But um, best tobacconist of 2020. Um, I am proud to announce this year. Um, Best Tobacconist for 2020 is Watch City Cigar and Pipe. And that is, um, man, a a brick-and-mortar shop in Framingham, Massachusetts. And um, gosh, is it just a a Mm. great shop with a a great community and people up there that just really, really know what they're doing. Um, Watch City um, Cigar and Pipe, uh, um, you know, brick-and-mortar shop. They have an online presence that's incredibly robust. Uh, This is a a shop that started in 1996. It's called Watch City. Folks are like, what do you know? What does that mean? Why would you call it uh, that? Watch City uh, is the uh, nickname for uh, Waltham, Massachusetts, which is where the store originally started. Uh, it was the home of the uh, Waltham Watch Company, and so just kind of the local nickname for it was Watch City. And uh, they kind of you know bought into that and and played that up when they started their shop back in the nineties. And um, man, it's kind of carried on today, even at their location in Framingham. And um, man, just a just a really really um, good shop, and these are these are folks. If if you are local, if this is your local brick and mortar, you have access to some of the best uh, hand blended artisan tobaccos in the world and and they're all blended by ernie uh there at uh there at watch city and um man just do do a great job they use really high quality ingredients these are not folks that are uh you know renaming you know lane and peter stokeby blends to uh you know make their own uh you know quote unquote house blends uh, the the work that ernie does there uh using the best ingredients in the world to make thoughtful artisanal tobaccos um is just it's it's just unparalleled and of course you pair that with just an awesome brick and mortar environment, um, you know, something that's developed its own history and culture, um, and uh, and man, just right outside of Boston there in a in a cool environment. So, um, man, uh, Watch City Cigar and Pipe, congratulations, best tobacconist Woo-hoo! of twenty twenty. That is not an easy category yeah. to get in twenty twenty, man. This has been this has been a rough year for tobacconists all around. So, uh, congratulations to Watch City. We have a uh, do we have kind of a an honorable mention or a runner up here? We do, we do. This is uh, this was kind of cool, you know. Uh, just after, uh, you know, looking at all the nominations and really thoughtfully, uh, you know, weighing all this stuff up, we we wound up with another Massachusetts what? native, and of course that's <laughs> L.J. Peretti right there, there in go. Boston. So uh, just a few miles separate these two, uh, you know, venerable uh, institutions. But uh, L.J. Peretti uh, been around 150 years, and um, you know, one of the uh, most famous uh, tobacconists in the world, uh, just right there in. Uh, in in beautiful Boston, Massachusetts. So, uh, man, runner up, and so many other good ones to uh, to mention. But we wanted to uh, wanted to be sure to mention them. All right. Well, congratulations to uh, to uh, Watch City Cigar and Pipe, and uh, yes, definitely an honorable mention to L.J. Peretti as well. Man, before we jump into our next category, you know, we've got to make mention of the uh, an amazing industry uh, giant that is responsible for helping to make this show happen every single week, and that is our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. 
That is right, man. Missouri Meerschaum, of course, uh, you know, a, a big time player in the pipe community, a uh, big supporter of all the pipe events and uh, shows that happen across the country and uh, constantly coming out with new products and, um, and and new new ideas to, you know, advance our uh, our hobby and, and bring it on into the future. And so, um, man, one of their pipes that uh, has been around for quite some time, actually, but has seen a resurgence of late is the Patriot Corncob Pipe uh, from Missouri Meerschaum. It retails for only 30 1329 and uh, just an excellent non-filtered uh, pipe from uh, from them. Uh, it kind of has a stovetop hat uh, look to it. It's almost like Abe Lincoln's hat turned upside <laughs> down. A generous bowl and a very uh, a very uh, kind of svelte and and semi bent stem uh, makes for a comfortable smoke. And so uh, a good smoke for a good pipe for your January smoking pleasure. It's one of those that you can load up really nicely. Uh, and the bowl is not too thick, so it'll keep your hands nice and warm so <laughs> anyway check out the patriot corncob pipe you can get it from the source at corncobpipe.com that's right hey if you've got a patriot be sure to smoke it this week and take a picture of yourself doing so to tweet out it's a great way to let the good folks at missouri mirsham know we appreciate them for sponsoring the show all right man best artisan non-tinned blend of 2020 now this is always a category yes. that is so interesting because i i remember <laughs> in the early days of this uh, of our best of series trying to kind of explain this to people uh you know because there is, i think there is kind of a some disconnect with with especially maybe some of our newer listeners, kind of newer pipe smokers, in terms of what an artisan yeah, sure. blend in is versus a tin uh, tobacco. So, do you want to kind of give like a quick? What am I trying to say here? Like a like a light explanation, kind of a, for for the the newer yeah, pipe sure. smokers in terms of this category versus the sure other. artisan pipe tobaccos. When we talk about these, we're talking about uh, tobaccos that are hand blended in a uh, in a small boutique environment. And so um, this is not uh, as much as we love the tobaccos from folks like, uh, you know, Sutliff and Cornell and Deal and Mac Barron and, uh, you know, Lane and all the all the usual suspects. These we're not talking about them right now. Right now we're talking about uh, the folks like the folks at Watch City Cigar and Pipe uh, or perhaps the Country Squire that is uh, not nominated for any of these because we, uh, we you know, purposely, uh, you know, kind of uh, do not involve ourselves in any these categories because uh, you know it just wouldn't be fair. You know these are these are blends that are made in these types of environments, right? By uh, folks that um, you know use the best ingredients uh, in the world that they have access to and make very thoughtful uh, small batch tobaccos. And of course, uh, you know the tradition of artisanal uh, tobacco blending across the country goes back literally hundreds of years. It's the it's the basis for uh, you know some of the most uh, you know famous blends, and uh, of course some of the uh, you know, ten, some of the tin tobaccos that are most, uh, you know, uh, sought after today and popular today began as uh, maybe something on the shelf that was uh, created in, you know, a little town like Edinburgh or, a, you know, a little town like London or something like that. And so um, many, anyway, a, a lot of lot of great blends that are blended in, uh, you know, boutique environments across the world. And uh, this is our chance to, uh, you know, to, to feature some of those. First, man, I you know I, this is our dishonorable mention. So many people, thank you, <laughs> thank you. First of all, thank you. Uh, and th- this goes for I, I'll, I'll just mention it here. I'm sure I will mention it one other time. Uh, a lot of categories, people broke the rules and they wrote in the country squire, John David, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yo, <laughs> I, I for, on behalf of John David. And, and the good folks at the Country Squire, I'm sure they are very honored. Y'all, this is not about us. <laughs> this is about... Yeah, them. no, we, we, 
<laughs> this is the one one time a year we we talk about ourselves uh, plenty throughout much. the entire yes. year. So we uh, right exactly. So this is uh, this is our chance to feature uh, me and the rest of the world and yeah. what, what everyone so else. So dishonorable mention goes to um, the country squire for this game. Yeah, and 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 me, right? Yeah, <laughs> dishonorable mention. I, I can't wait to put that on my. Uh, well, thank you, Bo. That's so thoughtful. One of your best friends. Yeah, that's oh great. man, I love you, um, man. Best artisan. Likewise, brother. Likewise, we had a lot of really good nominations for uh, the best artisan tobacco blend of 2020. And it, there's so many, uh, you know, shops across the country that are constantly pushing the envelope to differentiate themselves, use interesting ingredients that maybe the uh, the big manufacturers are uh, afraid to use, or uh, you know, not uh, you know, not uh, you know, likely to use because of uh, you know, maybe they're you know afraid to make that much of it because it won't be popular. And so the the small tobacconist gets to really experiment. This is where the rubber meets the road. It's where new flavors are are created, and it's it's a real tradition. And so this year, proud to announce that the best of artisan tobacco blend of 2020 goes to Ken Byron Ventures Moriarty. Hey. And uh, man, so excited about this because uh, Ken Byron Ventures reigning champion of best artisan blend of 2019. So uh, they are uh, de- defending their title, Jeremy at uh, KBV. Uh, man, just uh, what an incredible, uh, an incredible tobacco blender. One of the most creative and uh, interesting uh, d- tobacconists that that is out there. Uh, you know, he does such a good job at using curious, interesting ingredients. They all have a story behind them. They, uh, you know, he comes up with these, uh, you know, kind of motifs and images mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, really make you feel that the the branding is just as good as the tobacco itself. And uh, Moriarty, uh, the tobacco, of course, named after the Sherlock Holmes nemesis that uh, you see occasionally. And uh, it, this is a tobacco that features Kentucky, Burley, and Virginia's uh, that are all lightly cased. There's kind of a vanilla, uh, maybe a little cocoa hint that's in there, and uh, and then a dash of Latakia. Uh, what Ken Byron uh, will call him, he says, uh, you know, this is kind of in the Scottish style where the Latakia is used as a true condimental tobacco, and uh, and we love that. You know, here, uh, you know, at the Squire, we we kind of major in that as well. It's something that's like a, um, you know, using Latakia in that kind of uh, you know essence way, where it's just really appreciated in, in a little smaller doses. And so uh, Moriarty, interesting, a lot of dark leaf there. It's a shag cut. And and uh, just you know something that um, man caught the caught the pipe world by storm and uh, Ken Byron Ventures again uh, winning best artisan blend of 2020 with uh, with their blend Moriarty. So congratulations to uh, to Ken Byron Ventures. It's diabolical because Moriarty is evil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Congratulations. Yeah, man. That's uh, defending that title. That's uh, strong. That's that's amazing. And uh, yep. what what about for uh, runner up this year? Yeah, runner up uh, this year we have uh, Ahab's Comfort from Watch City Cigar. Uh, of course, uh, Watch City we just talked about in the last uh, category of best tobacconist. Ahab's Comfort. Uh, you've got a a you know flake that's essentially uh, you know a very high dosage of Latakia. So we're before I was talking about that nuanced kind of. Uh, Latakia uh, component that's uh, that's truly a condimental tobacco. You've got it as the main ingredient here, which is uh, just very full and uh, and and bold and and something that you know if that is your uh, ingredient of choice, this is something you want to try. So uh, Ahab's Comfort from Watch City Cigar is the uh, is the runner up. 
All right, a lot of mad, mad, <laughs> a lot of insanity in this. I know, so right? Names, yeah, man, that's uh, that's great, man. <laughs> All right, and then, uh, man, we've also so that was best artisan blend. Now we're shifting over, and I think this one is doesn't need quite the explanation that that the last one did. Uh, yeah, best tin tobacco of 2020. Now, again, I always feel like I it's, it's worth kind of noting that you know a lot of folks you know do kind of nominate a tin that that really kind of ministered to them a little bit <laughs> in 2020. Yeah, and, sure, sure. And so we got a lot of you know um, you know some some great old stables that were uh, were kind of mentioned and uh, people wrote in, but you know looking at some of the products that specifically came out. Uh, intent tobacco in 2020 really yeah. really some exciting uh some exciting ones to highlight here but but ultimately man who was who was the best tin tobacco of 2020 so Bo, before I announce the winner, it's one of those things where uh, I have to kind of give a preface. You oh know, yeah, some yeah. tobaccos that are uh, created, you know, it might have the same name, but it's a tobacco that's actually a different uh, crop or maybe a different mm. variation, and it happens from year to year to year. Uh, you know, back in the day when we had uh, the good folks at McClelland that were in the industry, uh, Christmas cheer was something that came out every year, right. but the uh, you know they used a different leaf uh, varietal, and it might have come from a different farm and a different crop and all that year, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, we, they pay attention to that. And so you see that we've got new blends that come out, but we also have, uh, blends that every year are a little different due to the ingredients that go in them. And, uh, and, and the winner this year is, um, is, uh, uh, that kind of in that category. And so we're proud to uh, proud to give this year uh, the best 10 tobacco of 2020, uh, the actual defending champion of 2019 yet yeah. again, and yet again. it is Sunbear. Sunbear from Cornell and Deal uh, 2020, man. We we not only had so many votes for this, it was it kind of it pretty overwhelming. But, Fan favorite, um, for sure. Man, it it, it is a um, fan favorite, Country Squire Radio community favorite, uh, but Sunbear 2020, this was a particularly good uh, year, man. It was just so tasty. Of course, Jeremy Reeves, everything it does at Cornell and Deal is, uh, you know, always catches fire. And uh, this one was no exception. Uh, one of the best, you know, most well-known tobacconists in, um, in the United States. And, um, you know, it, congratulations to them. This is a red and bright leaf uh, Ford uh, tobacco, uh, red Virginia and, uh, and, and bright leaf. Um, and then, of course, it has a nice uh, Turkish component to it, Basma and Izmir, that that round it out and give it a nice uh, a nice floral essence to it. And and what he's done here, he's topped it very uh, very deftly with uh, elderflower and silver tequila. And so uh, it's got a fun <laughs> topping you're just not going to see in a lot of places. You know, he got uh, aggressive. There's this honey note to it that uh, comes from a, a, a personal uh, honey stash, which is really nice. And so uh, just a just a great tobacco, incredibly nuanced and uh, and very very flavorful and. Uh, uh, man, we had so many votes for Sunbear, uh, the 2020 edition of it, and are are glad to uh, glad to recognize it as the best tin tobacco of 2020. Man, yeah, no, it's uh, it's great to see that one coming back uh, so strong, and to see yeah. the community kind of wrapping themselves around it as well. So, uh, yeah. really, really yeah. great, great, uh, and congratulations to Sunbear. Uh, man, I know yep. I know there's some honorable mentions here because obviously, you yep. know, some great products came out in 2020. We got to highlight. 
have to mention them, have to mention them. Uh, of course, uh, we have two runners up here uh, in the best of 2020, and uh, and those two come from uh, well-known uh, tobacco manufacturers. The first one is Spark Plug from, from GL Peace. Uh, of course, Greg Peace, one of those guys that I always mention is someone I want to be when I grow up and, uh, you know, has just been a fixture, a staple of the tobacco community for uh, for decades now. And uh, Greg, with uh, with Spark Plug, has come up with something really uh, interesting and, um, and and fun. It's a Latakia Oriental Virginia mixture um, and just, just literally flew off the shelves when it came out uh, in January of last year. So, um, man, it can't can't go any further without you know being sure to mention uh, GLPs and Spark Plug Tobacco, um, and then finally uh, the other uh, other runner up of Best Ten Tobacco of 2020. Uh, I kind of nerded out on a couple weeks ago. Uh, even got some uh, you know like man, wait, get a room with the tobacco kind of thing, you know. But <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> it was uh, man. Uh, it was Kringle Flake from uh, from Sutliff and uh, Kringle Flake. Man, they just did a great, great job this past year on that mature uh, leaf and uh, mixed with some uh, almost twenty year old Perique. Just a really interesting blend. It's something that's very flavorful and uh, reminiscent of uh, of Christmas blends past. We'll just put it that way. So, uh, man, a, a great tobacco and uh, and 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 second runner up there uh, for best ten tobacco of twenty twenty. So, but winner Sunbear. There you go, man. That's uh, yeah. And congratulations again to Sunbear and uh, and shout out to uh, the, those those runner ups and and special mentions as well. All right, man. So you know, like I said, we've got so many great products that we want to kind of you know feature. You know, it's it, it's what's what's the old saying? You don't you don't want to you want to give all of your children uh, love equally and yada yada yada. I mean, obviously these aren't our kids, but I mean like. This has been such a unique year, but it's also been such a great year for for the the pipe tobacco industry in terms of folks, you know, being innovative and putting up with some great products. And I know that for this category in particular, not only do we have kind of these runner ups, but there's also one that you want to kind of give a special shout out to. So, uh, so talk to us a little bit about this, man. Well, no, I just feel like we have to honorably mention uh, a tobacco that someone nominated called Ballin Sobrani. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think this tobacco exists, but I just want to thank Wait, whoever Is this nominated. our dishonorable mention? <laughs> I, it, it really kind of is. You know, I, 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 I've never, I, I have, I was so impressed with the name Ballin Sobrani. Uh, you know, it, it, I, I, I had to, I looked it up. I looked all over the interwebs for this particular tobacco. Couldn't find no existence of a tobacco named Ballin Sobrani. Uh, but now have the, uh, have the idea in my mind to create such a tobacco because it should be created. Uh, someone should have done Ball and Sobrani uh, years and years ago. So uh, for for whoever uh, whoever wanted to honor Balkan Sobrani by by creating Ball and Sobrani, uh, man, you're just my hero, and and I feel like um, I, I feel like you need a need a shout out here on uh, Best of 2020. <laughs> all right, no, I legit thought that you know thought maybe you made a typo here. Okay, all right, so coming coming to the Country Squire in 2021, Ball and Sobrani. Ball and Sobrani. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. Well, hey, you know, we, we've just really gotten started here in the best of uh, series. And, and, you know, this year uh, there were so many different uh, categories, but also, um, you know, not only the winners, but folks that we wanted to highlight that we decided yeah. to kind of split this up into two episodes. It, it definitely warrants that. So uh, that we've, yeah. we've, we've just gotten started here talking about the various tobaccos and tobacconists here uh, featured. But next week we're going to be doing part two. We're going to be talking about the best pipe carver, the best pipe manufacturer, the best pipe uh, of 2020, as well as 
as the various publications, communities, YouTube channels uh, to highlight and name as our best of for 2020. So be sure to stay tuned for that. That'll be coming your way next week. Uh, but in the interim, let us know what you think of these picks and, and tell us who are some of your choices for the best of of 2020. Uh, maybe you didn't get a chance to nominate yours. Maybe you're, uh, you want to give a shout out uh, and you know, uh, some extra praise to those that won. Uh, you can keep up with us and send those thoughts in. You can uh, uh, tweet direct us directly. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. Of course, the show's handle is at Squire Radio, but all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, 2020 is uh, is coming to a close, but we are still in the midst of uh, highlighting these amazing uh, products and, and industry leaders, and uh, look forward to doing so with you next week, man. Man, likewise, uh, looking forward to it. There's just so many great things to celebrate about the pipe, pipe community uh, in 2020, and uh, man, overcoming so much adversity, and um, man, just a lot of lot of good lot of good stuff to talk about. So, uh, congrats to the winners: best pipe accessory, tobacconist, uh, artisan tobacco, and tin tobacco, and uh, man. We've got so many great things to talk about next week as well. All right, man. Hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. Hey.